Hello, I'm Jessica from the Realm School of Dimensional Worship. I would love to invite you to come and be a part of our school of worship. Yahweh is multidimensional, and we should not worship in just one dimension. He has given us an invite. He's given us permission to go beyond, to go beyond the veil. The veil's been torn for us to enter in to worship dimensionally. We have all kinds of classes, songwriting, vocal class, guitar, piano. This is all just basics, giving you tools to be able to write your own songs. We also have an engaging worship, frequency of worship, expressions of worship, which is a dance class and a way to learn how to express how you worship Yahweh. We also have live songwriting classes so that we can interact together. We have live worship sessions, and we are adding now live Zoom interaction, communing time to just question and answers, to talk together. So this is a very interactive school of worship. We aren't saying that we have all of the answers. We are just here to impart to you what we have learned along our journey. Our hearts are to just draw out the treasure of Yahweh inside of you. So come and join us. You can register at thefoundationnest.com under the Realm tab. So check it out today. We would love to have you. Welcome back, guys. This is Origin Gates Weekly Podcast called Wisdom's Echo. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I have entitled this podcast as Heavenly Messengers. Um, the reason I've called it that is because I really believe that this is not something new, but we should always have been people who live from the heavens to the earth. We should always live in the spirit and bring forth everything from the spirit. Like the, the church is built upon the foundation of apostles and prophets. And they all got the revelation from the heavenlies. Paul was even taught the gospel, the gospel of Christ from Jesus himself. Like the heavenlies, even the Lord's prayer, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's the very basics and fundamentals of the Christian faith. But we have made Christianity something else where it's just about head knowledge, it's just about Bible knowledge. And I, I love the word, I love the Bible. But even Paul says the letter kills but the spirit gives life. We must be reading, meditating on the word out of the spirit, not just a theological viewpoint of theological, ideological mindset that reads the Bible in a certain way because that's the way we've been brought up in a certain um, denominational viewpoint. You know what I'm saying? It has to be that we read it in the spirit, even the book of Revelation. It was birthed to John in the spirit. He heard a voice said, come up here. And then he was taught all the stuff in the book of Revelation. And we think we can understand the book of Revelation just by head knowledge, just by you look at a map that somebody drew out and say, well, this is the way everything goes. This is Daniel's prophecy, and then this is 70 weeks. Then there's the, the, the mark of the beast and all this. It cannot be understood through intellectual endeavor. The Anything in the Bible must be understood through revelation. If it was given by the Holy Spirit, it can only be revealed and understood by the Holy Spirit. 
And I want to talk today about messengers, heavenly messengers, or messengers of his face. Um, I was at a, a conference, this was a few years back, and I, I met Paul Keith Davis. And we went to lunch together with Justin Abraham. And Paul Keith Davis told us a story about how his friend came to him, I don't know if it was in a dream or whatever, but it was an encounter with John Paul Jackson in the cloud of witnesses. And if you don't understand the cloud of witnesses and think, oh, that's just weird, well, Jesus spoke with Moses and Elijah. And there's many, many places in the Bible where it talks about the cloud of witnesses and Hebrews were surrounded by the cloud of witnesses. Anyway, John Paul Jackson came to Paul Keith Davis and said that the Lord was looking for emissaries of his throne. And this really touched me. I thought this was really powerful because so often in this past so many decades of the church, all we've had is good intellectual preaching, good sermons, good teachings. Like you could you could go to any church and you've got five points in a poem. Do you know what? Our world right now, we've just seen everything shut down because of the coronavirus. Everything that we thought was good is shut down. And the way we've been doing church is not working. We cannot just do things as normal. We cannot just go back to normal. We must be heavenly people, heavenly minded. The Bible says, set your mind on things above. We must be ones who know what it is to be seated in heavenly places. The whole scripture is about us living in another dimension. All the prophets of old were taken up, lifted up. They saw visions, they had encounters, not just for the sake of it, not just to be wacky and crazy, but to bring the plumb line word from heaven to earth, to bring God's will from heaven to earth. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we have got to be the ones who learn to live beyond the veil, like Moses. Moses went beyond the veil and that was the old covenant and I remember a preacher years ago saying if Moses, if his face can shine because he met God face to face under the covenant of law, how much more can we meet the Lord face to face under the covenant of grace? We have access and, and one of the other podcasts I did, I spoke about how the, the veil is torn from top to bottom. We have access a new and living way because of the blood into the Holy of Holies. We have access into this realm and we must be the ones who go there, be taught by the Lord himself. We must live beyond the veil. We must know him face to face the Lord. He is wooing us in. He's calling us in. He's always called his people into the secret place. The secret place where we can be intimate with him, but where he also can use us, he can fill us, he can transform us, he can change us from glory to glory. He can give us a word and season that we bring to the earth and it transforms the world, transforms our region, transforms people because it's the word of the Lord. Moses, and this is Exodus 33.10, it says, Whenever the people saw the power of cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, they all stood and worshipped, each at the entrance to their tent. And the Lord would speak to Moses face to face, as one speaks to a friend. Then Moses would return to the camp, but his young aide Joshua, son of Nun, did not leave the tent. How amazing is that? That is one man 
who led a whole nation after the the they came out of Egypt. He led the whole nation, but he did not lead just by human ideas, just like a good leader, just learning good um, leaders' principles of how to lead and how to do all that stuff in a, in a just a natural way. No, he met God face to face. He stood before the presence of him who the, the ancients could not even utter his name. They were terrified to utter his name. But he actually became the friend of God and a messenger of Yahweh. A heavenly messenger. He brought the word of the Lord, the message from heaven to earth. He brought so many things that transformed the, the planet, even history. To this day, our laws are governed by the Ten Commandments. Our laws are governed by some by the Ten Commandments which came from heaven, it came from a man who was a messenger, who met God face to face. And in our new covenant, we have greater access to the one whose name is feared and revered. We should be standing before him, especially in these days, especially in these days where it is, I mean, the church in a sense has been closed. Although it hasn't, it's just buildings that's been closed. But the way we've been doing things has stopped. We've had to adapt, we've had to change, and that's good. But it's not good if we just remain the same and all we're doing is doing the same church things, except we're doing it on Zoom or Facebook Live. That's not what God is trying to get. He wants a, a people that know how to live in the heavenlies. Every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus is in heavenly places. In other words, there are places in heaven where every spiritual blessing in Christ dwells. And we are supposed to be seated in heavenly places. We are supposed to live there. Moses knew how to go there. And young Joshua, who was the next leader, learned the lesson not to move away from the presence of God, not to move away from that place of intimacy. When Moses even had to come down and give, like, and speak to the people and lead the people, it says, Joshua, his young age, son of Nun, did not leave the tent. He did not leave the tent of meeting. He knew to stay. He was so hungry for God. He did not care about doing anything else. I'm not saying he didn't care about the people or his nation, but he knew the secret of the Lord. He knew that all the wisdom he needed, all the counsel he needed, that, that all of life that he needed came from being with the Lord. And one of my other favourite stories is when Moses and the 70 ascended, like God says, bring the 70, and they all went up into that realm of heaven. And they had dinner or food with God and that just blows me away there was 70 who actually met with God the elders the leaders can you imagine in our churches or denominations or movements if we have leaders who don't just have good ideas and go right this this year we're going to we're going to be missional and we're going to do this and we're going to plant churches really and that's just our ideas. Have we really inquired of the Lord like David? Like what happened to the whole thing about inquiring of the Lord? I was brought up in a church that was birthed out of the Welsh Revival. 
And they were all about listening to the Lord. All about what does the Lord want? What does the Lord say? And they would wait on the Lord. Even in their council meetings, the leaders would wait until the Lord spoke and say, send my servant to this city or this town, or I'm calling this person to be an apostle, or I'm calling this person to be a pastor. Headship ministries, they were all about listening to the Lord. They were all about God's protocol. They were all about how the Lord wants to do things, what he wants to do, what he says. It's about inquiring of the Lord. Nothing has changed. Noah had to build everything according to how the Lord told him. Moses had to build everything according to the pattern. Solomon had to build his temple according to the pattern. What makes us think that we are any different, that we can just do what we like, we can build our ministries, we can build our platforms, we can just promote ourselves on Facebook, we can promote ourselves on social media. What about getting before the Lord? What about humbling ourselves? What about waiting upon the Lord until he shows us, until we're in the realm of the Spirit? Jesus did nothing unless he saw his father doing it. You see, he looked up into that realm, the realm of heaven. He lived out of heaven to earth. And we must be heavenly messengers. We must be oracles. Paul says that when we speak or when we preach, we must be like oracles. Every word must be from God. And we've watered it down so much that we just have good sermons. We have good Bible studies. We have good church programs. But the Lord is looking for messengers of his throne. As John Paul Jackson said to Paul Keith Davis, he's looking for emissaries, ambassadors, governmental people who get revelation from the, the another dimension, that dimension beyond the veil, that, that place of the Holy of Holies, that place of being in Yahweh, being in Christ himself. And coming back to the earth and releasing the word of the Lord. And if we become heavenly messengers and only do what he tells us to do, only build what he tells us to build, move when he tells us to move, stay still and stand still and be still when he tells us to be still. When he tells us to do something, do it. And you know, there's so much more fruit in this way. Because when we are people of the Spirit, just one word, one word or one sound can change a city or a town. Like, I think it was Maria Woodworth Theatre. She was not preaching a sermon. She was just in the spirit. Utterly in the spirit. And all she would say in this particular time was, you must be born again. You must be born again. That was it. No five points. No poem. No nice music. No smoke machine. No lights. But the anointing. The presence, speaking from beyond the veil, speaking from a place of being in Christ, being a heavenly messenger. A heavenly messenger. You could do more good by saying nothing, doing nothing, but being in, in beyond the veil. Like Maria Woodworth Weta, um, Etta again. As you know the story, I think it was a day and a half or two days or something, where she froze, saying nothing. But yet the crowds came. Why? Because people were looking at someone who was in two dimensions at the same time. She was in the heavenlies and the earth at the same time. And if we are like that, one word could change cities, a nation, an economy. One word could raise a president or prime minister up. One word could take them down, depending on whether they are being righteous. One word. But it takes us being messengers 
of his throne once you live in another realm once you live beyond the veil like Reese Houses have mentioned before we must be people who bring words from heaven not words from a study book not words from a sermon dot com or wherever it might be God is looking for messengers of his throne so guys this is Stephen McKee again this is the Origin Gates weekly podcast Wisdom's Echo I will join you soon so take care